The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Miss World is on at the moment and it runs for a few weeks and Miss World will be crowned in a couple of weeks in March. Our entrant is Ivana McMahon, student, a former UCC student. We've talked before, I know we have, um, but Ivana, it's a while, if I remember correctly, it's a while since you were crowned Miss Ireland. Good morning. Good morning. You're absolutely right. So I was actually chosen in August of 2022. Um, and typically you'd head to Miss World a few months after that. But uh, there was a few delays uh, with this edition of Miss World. But I'm so delighted that I finally am here in India and at the 71st Miss World now. You're already in India. What part of India is it taking place? So at the moment, at the moment, we're in Delhi. So we're in Delhi for the first week. And then for the second two weeks, we're going to be moving to Mumbai. And that's where the final is going to be happening on the 9th of March. India, been there a couple of times. Exciting place, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, it's my first time here, so I'm mesmerized by everything. It's so beautiful, so colorful. The people are so friendly. Yeah. Um, you know, we're really, really are being immersed into their culture. I've had amazing food every evening. So I'm absolutely thrilled that it is taking place in India yeah. this year. I was just going to say that the food alone is what makes me jealous of the fact <laughs> that, you're, that you're there. Remind us again, you're a doctor, aren't you? I am indeed. So I actually attended universe, uh, UCC, uh, University College Cork, mm. um, and I graduated back in 2020. So I was working then down in Cork for just under a year, um, and then I moved over to Kerry. Okay, okay. We'll forgive you the move to Kerry. Uh, you, <laughs> you did South Africa as well in between. What, what areas of medicine are you particularly interested in? So I'm actually on the GP scheme, so to be a family doctor. Oh, really? Um, I've done, I am indeed. So I finished my first year now, so I'll have another three years of training to go. Um, I just really like the community aspect of it. Um, you know, I think hospital medicine is great and you do have that team um, with your, your fellow colleagues in the hospital. But I love when you're working in a GP practice, you know, you're able to see such a wide range of different patients and different people and you build up a good relationship with them. It is yeah. a specialty in itself, isn't it, Ivana? You, you do what, four years? You do, yeah, you do four years on, on top of um, your your qualification that you receive after attending college and you have additional exams and everything to do in those four years. Mm. Um, so it is absolutely a specialty in itself. Um, but no, I think a, a really enjoyable one and I'm glad that I've chosen that specialty. You, you, you get to work, although, while, you, while you're studying, don't you? you absolutely, yeah. you do, yeah. So you're still working, but you're kind of a, a training doctor. So you're working and training at the same time. Yeah. Crikey, well, what would happen if you brought the Miss World crown back to the doctor's sword? <laughs> where, where in Kerry well, are you? fingers crossed I will be. Um, so I was in uh, Tree General Hospital um, and then I'm going to be moving into Bantry when I come back now. From oh, you're back to Cork? I'll be back in Cork then to Bantry after I come home from India. <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be a long queue outside that surgery. <laughs> so so what, what's, what's the process? You're there for a week or two. 
Uh, so we're actually here for three weeks. Uh, so there's a lot that goes into it. I think sometimes people mightn't realise there's different uh, aspects of the competition. So you have kind of public speaking and a head-to-head challenge. You have a sports challenge, which we just had today, which was great fun. Uh, you have a talent. So I'm actually, I flew the harp over to India, would you believe? The elect- <laughs> no, I was going to come to that. I'll come to that in a second, the electric harp. But stop for a second on the sport. What sport did you do? So today we had the qualifier, so we actually did a bleep test. Now, I always say I'm more of a musician than a sportswoman, Um, so I tried my absolute best and had a great time, Um, but I won't be uh, in the next round of the sports round. Come back to the harp, because it was when Fergal reminded me that I'd spoken to you before and that I was particularly taken by the fact that you play the electric harp. Like, this is not something like even like a guitar or a tin whistle or a flute that you can... Like, this is a big yoke. I think it weighed 30 kg uh, at the airport, so definitely a heavy a heavy load uh, <laughs> for everyone that was loading the plane for us heading over here. Um, but I said I absolutely had to bring it. I really wanted to bring, you know, a piece of Ireland, a piece of Irish music over with me when I when I had the opportunity to, to perform here. Wait, when did you take the harp up? I think I was around 13 years old. I actually attended a harp uh, summer school that was happening in Limerick uh, with a teacher that I was uh, going to, Janet Harbison, and I really loved it. Uh, I just went for a a week initially and enjoyed it so much that I decided to keep going back every week um, and then took it up as a new instrument. I'm so glad I did because I've had a lot of opportunities from it. You know, when I was younger, I got to do a little bit of traveling with the harp orchestra and that I would have been playing in in Limerick. So I'm really grateful now that I did go to that school for the week. (laughs) There's there's something else, Ivana, that we wouldn't have known about you. And that is, it's even more remarkable now. You're there, you are training as a GP, having come through college and all that, carrying dyslexia through that talk to me about that studying to be a doctor with dyslexia that's that that must be tough absolutely (laughs) so i suppose um when i was going to secondary school i always knew that i would have struggled in certain areas in comparison to some of my other classmates you know particularly with reading aloud that was something i was really adverse to doing i didn't enjoy doing that at all and i really try and avoid doing that if i could Mm. um and it wasn't until I think I was around 17 years old that I actually was then identified as dyslexic, uh, which is obviously very old. And I've done the majority of my schooling at that stage. And um, so that is massive pity because obviously it's not until you're identified that you can then go on and get accommodations and support. Yeah. So for me, as you say, especially then going off to college, I didn't really have time to probably process it, process it as much as I would have had if I had had that identification when I was younger. So it was definitely difficult initially. I think more so going through the fact that I was accepting the fact that I I knew that I was dyslexic. Um, but then once I accepted that myself, I was able to receive loads of accommodations in college, which is brilliant. Yeah. You know, down in UCC, they were able to give you loads of supports down there and they're very good to support you. Good. Um, or anyone that had anything uh, similar at all, you know, they were always very helpful. Um, you know, particularly in college, in the college system in Ireland, they're really, really good. 
Um, in secondary school, it can be a little bit harder. You know, I was speaking um, at the Oireachtas last October with the Dyslexia Association of Ireland um, and we were discussing the fact that extra time in exams for secondary school isn't uh, isn't something that uh, students are given here yeah. in comparison to all the other countries in Europe. You know, it's nearly standard that if you are dyslexic, you know, no matter how severe dyslexia are, if you have identification of being dyslexic, you will get that extra time for exams. And, you know, here, if you go then on to college, you do get that extra time, but you mightn't get it at secondary school. So it doesn't really add up or doesn't make sense. You know, the same accommodations and same support should be there for everyone. And I know myself that when I did go to college and I had that bit of extra time, it made a huge difference and it levels the playing field for me with my other classmates. You know, so I I think it's something really important to bring awareness to and, and discuss. I can hear the passion in your voice when you talk about it. Wouldn't it be wonderful? If we had a, a a Miss World campaigning on behalf of the of dyslexia or for dis, better services for dyslexia, so when will we know what's the selection process? You're narrowed down to a smaller group, aren't you? We will be indeed absolutely narrowed down to a smaller group and then the final will be taking place on the 9th of March. So at the moment what we're doing is we're all competing um, in the different rounds and challenges that they have um, and then the judges will select um, a kind of a number of girls from that um, and then they'll go on then to, to vie for the crown. So fingers crossed I'll be able how to many are in that, to Ireland. How many, how many will be in that select group? So typically it's kind of a top 40 now. I haven't confirmation on what the top number of uh, of uh, contestants they'll be choosing this year, um, but typically it's uh, a top 40 that they do select. Well, the very best of luck. And when that uh, selection process to the, to the shortlist is complete, let's hope your name is on it. Ivana, great talking to you and the very best of luck. Thank you so much. Lovely speaking to you. And you too. That's uh, Dr. Ivana McMahon, currently, currently in India. Courts 96 FM.